everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, a weekly comic report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, Mike Zapsik, everybody, the amazing Hoo-wah. Mike Zapsik. What's going on, Say hello, Ming? Mike. What's how going on, you? everybody? How are you, Mike? I am doing well. Thank you. Are you? Uh, this is San Diego Comic Con week. It is, and uh, we we are uh, not there. We're not there. We're never there. No. Does it? Uh, do you miss it? I ask you this every year. I have never with- been, and no, I don't miss it. Uh, it is too big for me. It's, <laughs> it's that's that's it's what that's huge. What, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> yes, that's what she said. She said it's too so big for me. So she says every night, Mike. Every night. Every damn every, every damn night. night on the telephone. Uh, every year I miss it more and more. We're talking not, on the telephone. I've, everybody of on since, the telephone. Since we're the Conkman, every every year. It's like, why aren't you there? Why yeah, that's, there? that's the why there? question. Like, why aren't we there? We keep getting that question. Tell everybody why we're not there. We're not there because we're going to be in Albert Lee. And we're going to be in Minnesota this weekend. So, uh, Tell everybody why we're not there every year, though. Uh, they don't like us. They, the comic, <laughs> uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, doesn't like us. So... That's at least that's my take on it. They don't. You don't like think us. they like you? I don't think. I don't they know about like us. Me. I think they like me. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. I don't know. Why do they? Well, why aren't you there if they like you? We got, why we aren't we sh- there? We're shooting the show. Besides that, we could shoot the show for. We we com- could we could shoot comic we could. book. Band uh, a lot in of people ask that. Why haven't you shot there yet? A lot of legalities. A lot of rights footage. It's just too damn too many damn people. Too much. Uh, we almost shot there a couple of years ago, and then they're like, "Well, you know, if it gets too you're crazy, you're just it, too darn loud." Is gets, that what you're trying to tell me? It gets, we had it all set up. We were gonna, we had, uh, we were gonna shoot at Stan Lee's booth. He was gracious enough to give us space at the Stanley Collectibles booth. We had all this whole thing set up, and then San Diego was kind of like, "Listen, if it gets too crazy, we'll we reserve the right to shut you down." And it's like, well, why are we flying a whole crew out there? Yeah, if, we, if you're like, gonna shut us sh- down, if we get shut down in like five minutes, like, yeah, well, that would suck. Great. So. Uh, there was there was a talk of maybe doing it outside of the convention, which is almost just as good as the inside. <laughs> you know, I heard that with all the I cosplay heard. and just all the people, like the whole and city. the stuff that they've got going on yeah. outside. Like they they had the Walking Dead escape for many many years, yeah, like they, three or four years. That's many. Yeah, right? okay. yeah. They have a they have a pretty cool outdoor outdoor setup right now. It looks like Alexandria it looks pretty cool. So, um, but and it almost happened this year too. Had uh, it came down to. Came down to the wire. Came down to a wire, and it didn't. It didn't. The happen. wire it's just, did it's not just move. too crazy out there. So, uh, but with the with social media, with uh, Facebook Live and Instagram and all that, uh, all my friends are over there. So yeah, I miss it, man. I miss it. I wish I could. Wish I could be there. Well, you know, we could roll in any party we want, right? Would we be able to? Yeah, I have heard. Yeah, I have no doubt. I, I heard that. Well, I there let were me other people that. who were larger. Um, more name just, recognition than we are that that had trouble getting into not, parties. I have, so, I have. You think we'd be able to roll into any party? Right, let me wanted? rephrase that. I know I could roll into any party that I wanted to. I, I could probably talk my way into <laughs> a lot of parties. I used to be good about that, and back in the day, it's it's not even really about who you are. If you just gotta act like you belong there, that of course. you know, it's like, oh yeah, he's I'm with him, or uh, or you, I, I'm, I'm with Bruce Campbell. Just strolling confidently. Where's your pass? Uh, oh shoot, I let. Don't um, you? Google my name. It's they, Nathan they, Fillion. They, um, they have it for me inside. Yes. They oh, my God. My, yeah. There are a number of things you can. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's an art. The art of getting into the party. So for anybody out there um, who is listening to this, you can do it. You can do it. Take you can do it. Just, just act like you've been there before. It's really it's really not that hard. So uh, good luck getting into the uh, there's an impractical jokers party. I think just just tell Mike sent you easy. Yeah. Just tell him Mike's that Mike's like, absolutely put you on the list. It's not, it's yeah, not, it's not that hard. <laughs> Imagine they pull Q over. He's like, Mike, who? Yeah. Oh, Chief. Chief. Oh, no, George, yeah. no fuck oh, that yeah. noise. No, fuck that guy. Fuck yeah. that noise. Yeah. He is not here. Yeah, screw that guy. So uh, I saw on social media our friends over at Impractical Jokers, uh, Q, Cell, James, and Joe. Huge congratulations to them. They've got their own action figures. Yeah, I don't know if uh, this is for retail or if it's just some kind of San Diego exclusive. If it was maybe a one-shot mock-up just for advertising. Looks pretty cool though. It looks fantastic. Although they're in costume, they're in these goofy costumes. I wanna, I wanna look heroic when I get like a full yeah, size luck action with that. figure. Good luck with that, Ming. No, they're gonna my, give you the. Uh... My, my mini mate looks pretty heroic. 
It's just me uh, in block in block form. It looks pretty. And good. It's me in block form. It's pretty good. Well, forget all of that. Forget why we're not here. The biggest announcement, a lot of announcements coming out of San Diego this week. The biggest announcement, however, is that uh, Comic Book Men returns October twenty second. Yes, along with the uh, the Walking Dead. Did they announce that we were going to be? Well, they announced Walking Dead coming right, October twenty so second. We always follow them. So naturally, I can extrapolate and say that we'll be back that date as well. So mark your calendars, everybody. October 22nd, 2017, midnight. I'm, I'm Hopefully midnight. Maybe not. Uh, usually the season premiere runs 90 minutes these days. So we may, we may be coming on like, at 1 o'clock, maybe a little later. But nevertheless, October 22nd, mark your calendars. Coming back, season 7, shooting now here at James and Bob's Secret Stash. Mark it, live it, love it, remember it, commit to memory, and tune in when we return. That's Beautiful. A, that's the biggest announcement. I mean, I got other other smaller announcements. Do you wanna do you wanna hear them? Yes, go to town. All right. Uh there was a there was a DC panel uh with Paul Dini, Amanda Connor, and, and Jimmy Palmiotti, where uh we made we talked about we made the announcement that uh Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are going to Riverdale, Mike. Yes, they're, that they're sounds cool as hell. Meet up with Betty and Veronica. They talked about that. For a little bit, uh, Paul Dini uh, already wrote it all out and reread it and reread it again. And he's like, "Yeah, I, I read it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all. This might sound weird, but it works surprisingly well." He says, "Basically, uh, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, they they're on the run. They're they're out of Gotham. They go on the run. Why wouldn't they? And they're on I a mean- mission." They're on a mission that takes them to Riverdale. Who? What they're so weird, right? What they're chasing, what this mission is, I can't even fathom. I mean, do you have any idea what could? Are they chasing somebody down? Do they need something? Uh, is the flora and fauna in Riverdale uh, maybe not up to snuff? And- Why wouldn't you get the hell out of Gotham? Why, if you're a supervillain, right. why go to a place that <laughs> has a preponderance of superheroes? Right. Why? I don't know. Batgirl, Batman. I have no idea. Robin, the Bat Family, Batwoman. I would. I would not stick around. Okay, so go. To I the, would be like, peaceful, you know what? Let's maybe, go to Red Bank. Maybe they're on vacation. Who the hell's in Red Bank uh, protecting the the uh, citizenry? The, the white collar crime that happens. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> this, uh, the only crime that happens is like an office space where people are like skimming pennies and shit. Uh, that'd be awesome. Though. Yeah. Can you imagine them coming and uh, there are superheroes? What, I mean, that, what has happened in this town? Uh, crime wise uh there's i think there's a there's a somewhat evil developer up the street that I, got caught you know like skimming like cheating on their taxes or something that's the last thing i ever heard there's petty crime near closer to like the liquor the rundown the, the shady liquor stores on the west side <laughs> of right red bank you know people like maybe shoplifting candy no, nothing too serious around here um shoplifting candy. actually i remember the uh the 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 most like heinous crime was some guy going around and stealing women's shoes out of uh, the backs of people's cars. <laughs> and they only caught him because he stole Walt Flanagan's iPod. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they ended up stealing, <laughs> they, they were stealing women's shoes and electronics, and Walt's iPod got lifted out of his car because he doesn't lock his car. No. And I think he got it back. He had to go down to the police station and identify like what playlist he had on there and like what kind of music he had on there. On there. But it, he, it was thankfully returned. Yeah, he, got, it, he was like, eh. And he he bought a new iPod, right? So he had an old one, yeah. Too. And so he's like, it, like a year later, it comes back from from the evidence locker, right? And he's like, "What am I going to do with this now? I've I've already rebought all of my my music, right? So what do I do? So what do I do? I've, so yeah. he reuses it. Yes, exactly. So I, <laughs> I've I have no idea what's going on. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. So that's the that's the kind of violent crime that we face here. And uh, actually, that's not true. Uh, I got to say that there were. Red Bank has had a murder or two. Really? Yeah. When? Uh, oh, my God. Up the street, there used to be a place called A&J Sneakers. Okay. And you could get, like, beepers there. I mean, we're going back about 23 or 24 years. Okay. And uh, one of the owners, the owner's wife, was murdered. And what what happened? Uh, they never caught the guy. Unsolved cold Uns- case? It's a cold case. It's an unsolved. Holy crap. Yeah. That's insane. So Red Bank has an unsolved mystery. And I'm, I'm telling you, if Robert Stack were still alive, he'd be standing outside. <laughs> uh, I think it's High Fidelity now or High Tech. Or what? what is that place called? High oh, Def. Oh, that's two doors it's, down? Yeah. There was, there was a murder? Yes, there was a murder in Red Bank. All right. I mean, we've had our share of like suicides and stuff. But- there was. <laughs> oh, man, there was a suicide next to the old 
uh, and and a very sad old uh, secret stash location, sixty nine Mama Street. That's the one next okay, door. That's, that's insane. That was yeah. We've we've had some stuff. That's insane. So um, there is. I, I mean, there's crime everywhere, man. I I guess so. All right. Well, I. Well, where's our savior then? Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Why aren't you trying I, to track down this cold case? You should be cracking the cold case. I should be. I have no. I have no. I don't. I'm not a crime fighter. When when have I ever when have I ever fought crime before? I have no idea. All right. So I yeah. I really I have I have zero. I have no idea. I have. I, you have I, zero I, charisma. Yeah. Zero charisma, zero idea. So I've like, <laughs> yeah. Good good luck with that. Uh, all right. I, I, I thought you were. I thought you were the world's greatest detective. But no, I guess uh, not. no. I am not. Okay. I am clearly not any. We should put greatest. get him on the case. That is. I'm clearly be, not world's oh, greatest anything. So okay. Yes. No. <laughs> That's what she said. I have. I have. I have no oh, clue wow. what you're talking about. Nothing. Uh, also in the news. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, Grant Morrison. Uh, are you? Did you read uh, Arkham Asylum? A serious house on serious yes, earth. Yes, I back did. In the day. Back in the day, Dave McKean. Okay. All right. Uh, that was what year? Eighty. It was low it was, in it a was behold, 20, but uh, thirty years ago, right? Yeah, no, it was going on twenty-five. Eighty. Uh, what's twenty-five years ago? Uh, Wow, uh, it's it was a while back. Okay, and yeah. So they did the twentieth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary. I think they're coming up on thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, well, so. coming back. Arkham Asylum two coming out after wow. uh, after thirty years. Uh, it's uh, setting far 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 into the future. And uh, this sequel, Mike, I don't know if this excites you or not. Will feature uh, an adult Damian Wayne as Batman. That's pretty cool. Yeah, although we sort of saw that already. Right, Batman six sixty six. Yes, six six six. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know how you feel about that. The but, son of the demon. Yeah, but I, 30 years, can they recapture the magic? We're going to find out. Um, you like Grant Morrison? Right? I do like Grant Morrison. I have a love-hate relationship with Grant Morrison. I don't hate him. I, I, I find some of his stuff bewildering. Okay. And any comic book that makes me feel like a moron, because he doesn't give you the whole story, is like, right. huh, <laughs> like in eh. Batman R.I.P. Right. Uh, that was he didn't give you the whole story. Okay. You had to like read between the lines, and you're like, wait a minute, as he he left stuff out. Right. So you know it, it was supposed to bridge the gap between uh, Batman and Final Crisis. Okay. And I'm, I was sitting there scratching my head, going, "What well, am I missing what's, here? What's going on? Yeah. What is going on? And I, I know I've talked to people, and they're all like, "This is, yeah, yeah." Grant Morrison actually made me stop reading Batman and Final Crisis. I was like, "Ooh, that's never good." <laughs> All right, did they did are they back now? I hope so. Okay, All right. I would hope so. All right, so that's coming out. Uh, I don't have a release date yet, but uh, right. that came out at uh, one of one of the uh, one of the panels. Uh, finally, also in comic book news, uh, Jeff Johns, our, our friend of the family, Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns had his own panel, and awesome. He, yeah, you know, talk about his history in the uh, comic book career. What what what's going on in his life? But one of the big reveals uh, was about the uh, Doomsday Clock miniseries. Yes, coming out, and basically, uh, it will deal with Superman fighting Doctor Manhattan. Of course, who? Why wouldn't it? Who? who uh, he was confirmed that uh, he he is going to be the villain. Jeff John says that Dr. Manhattan is really the only character with the means to bring about such massive changes to the fabric of the DC universe. True. Uh, although he did admit to being very nervous about drawing the cast of Watchmen into DC continuity. Got nothing to fear, Jeff. I think everyone's loving it for the most part, right? <laughs> I see no I saw no complaints from you and you complain about everything. I know. I I don't complain about everything. <laughs> uh, he noted that he didn't want Manhattan's inclusion to be a mere gimmick. Yep. Which it could uh, in the wrong hands, Mike. It could have it could have wound up. Of course. Could have wound up uh highly gimmicky. So. It, of course it could have, but it's really not. Um I whenever Jeff Johns does a series yes. or he puts forth a series, you know, okay. he he relaunches something. He leaves enough. Um, he he leaves a lot of toys in the box for other creators okay, to play with, right? And when you're going with, a lot of people come in here and ask me, "Oh, do, do you really think it's Doctor Manhattan? Is is Doctor Manhattan behind this? Is the Watchman really? Is this is all? Or are they trying to, you know? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Is is uh, Mister Oz Ozymandias? Ozymandias? Yes. And I'm like, uh, 
just if he's putting it out on Front Street, yes, it's it's a big build. It's going to be a big build, and the fact that he's telling you who the guys are should give you. I'm sure he's got some twists and turns in here, and he's if you read uh, if you read a really good author, and he takes you along. For the ride, say Stephen King, for example. A Stephen King, yeah. Let's say Stephen <laughs> okay, King. Okay, let's first. say Stephen. King. And it's it's very. He tells you who the bad guy is sure. right up front. Right. Like uh, another thing out of San Diego is the it um, promo poster. Yes, beautiful. Um, it. You meet Pennywise right off the bat. Yeah. So you you know what you're dealing with. You know what you're dealing with. Like, but you know, towards the end, you find out that Pennywise isn't just a clown. Right. It's the form he takes. Let's see what happens with this. Okay. Did Did Dr. Manhattan infuse Mr. Oz with a little bit of his power? Right. It's entirely possible. Yes. Why not? Yes. Because he seems to have uh, access to contraptions and technology that would be almost out of his league. Because, right. I mean, arguably the world's smartest man, Mr. Oz... Ozymandias. Um, not even arguable. All right. It, it isn't arguable. <laughs> um, but that's, that was his main power. He's the smartest man in the world. Right. So let's see him. Is he the smartest man in the DC universe? Yeah. Well, well, don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Because if you, you take DC's word for it, okay. and Mr. Terrific is the fifth smartest man on the face of the planet. Right. Who are numbers? That's, that's documented. Who are numbers one through four? Yeah, he says he's the fifth <laughs> smartest man in in the world, right. and that goes with the DC universe. Yes, not in the entire DC universe. I'm sure you could make the argument for Brainiac, Vril Docs, you know, a yeah. uh, bunch of other guys. Right? Is it Vril? Yeah, because you got uh, yeah Vril Docs too. Yes. So. I mean, there are a lot of people in contention for that. Is Tim Drake perhaps one of the smartest people in the DC universe as well? I think so. That's why I took him off the board. Yeah. So I think that this whole doomsday clock is going to be – it's power versus power. But you have someone who has mostly physical powers right. in Superman. He is the embodiment of – you know he can Physical li- perfection. He can lift a mountain. Yes. He can – you know melt things with his eyes he can fly he can he can do he can work miracles right. but physically yes and then you've got dr manhattan who works on a different plane you know here's a guy who took 10 years away from the dc universe right that's i mean you're talking <laughs> pretty powerful that's it's amazingly powerful and it's something that you know it, it's a concept that is like just out there yeah it's crazy it's insane it's crazy so how does Superman fight that? Uh, well, we'll find we're gonna out. find out. We'll find out yeah. the Doomsday clock. And I'm really excited for this. And Jeff Johns has never disappointed me in anything he's ever. Because, ever... like I said, uh, you 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 get you you disappointed easy. I I am easily. He wrote Stars and Stripe. That was one of his very first ones. Loved it. Wow, I thought it right. was fantastic. From, from Ward Justice one. Society. It was amazing. Well, you could tell that there was a, a lot of. Love behind the character yeah. of the the Star Spangled Kid. Right. It's it was an homage to his sister. So, um, I, I think that that's when you're when you're writing from the heart. That's that makes all the difference. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people just phone it in. Yeah, we gotta get him to phone it in. To I us. would love to for us. him to phone it or, in to us. God. Jeff, you want to phone it in? Phone it in to us, buddy. Or come on the show, man. Yeah, come on, Jeff, Jeff Johns. Johns on the show, hey, everybody out there. Go to at Jeff Johns on Twitter and tell him <laughs> tell to him be to on, on the. Yeah, I know. We're going to get maybe uh, one comics. person doing that. Hey, it's better than nothing. Uh, our, our loyal listener, Four Color PJ, says uh, Grant Morrison is between good to great, depending on what drugs he's taking while writing. <laughs> that's actually. Um, that's kind of a Was he on drugs when, he, when we met him? We met him in passing at New York Comic Con. Yes. Uh, was he on drugs? No, I don't know. But uh, I think that uh, he coded his joker outfit he was wearing purple he was a purple suit with a white shirt and a purple tie and yeah. i was like wow you cut a dapper figure of a man mr morrison and that was that was uh that was cal- that had to be calculated right <sighs> no one just puts that throws no. on uh, their 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 uh i think it was a friday their friday purple suit no, i don't think so either yeah so. oh yeah it's it says friday on the inside yeah all right, new books, Mike. New right books. Up on their pile, uh, maybe perhaps everybody's number one pick of the week. Astonishing X-Men number one. Yes. 
uh, written by our our friend Charles Soule. Charles Soule. Drawn uh, pencils Jim by Chung. the amazing Jim Chung. I, I think he should be on a monthly. I hope that he is on a monthly here. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, I'm, I'm loving all these... X Men titles, uh, just throwbacks, man. Yeah, I, love, I, I, I feel like I'm see ninety, like I feel like I'm like sixteen to twenty two again. With these, uh, <laughs> you feel like you're good to great again. Yeah, all I, right. I, it's it's great though. I like, I I love it. It was, it was, it was a, gr- a glorious era. It it was, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, okay. It was for the dabbler of comics, which sure. you were just getting your feet back wet. It was, it was fun. It was fun. So much fun. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. It was fun. And it was uh, this, fun, the cartoon. We got a video game out of it, that stand-up that six-player X-Men game, which I love so much. Here, let me give you a little brief uh, for the history? folks out okay. there who don't remember the history. Okay. Back in, uh, I'm going to say 1980. Okay. 1980. There was only one X-Men title. Sure. It was Uncanny X-Men. Okay. That was it. Right. It's all you had. Uh, Wolverine didn't even have his own uh, ongoing series. Right. Did not. Okay. Uh, now he's got two. Yes. Uh, or he and she have right. two. Um, but the next. Gotta love it. The next title that would come out that was, an, that was officially an X title was New Mutants. And it was just, it, you know, they were trying to pull the kids in. Hey, come on, kids. Yeah, come on, kids. Uh, let's take let's a look go. at these. These yeah, are they're, they're, they're your age. Right. They've got cool powers. Right. They can't control him yet. So, out. yeah, you had uh, the New Mutants, and that was the second X titles. Is that hard to believe or what? Uh, yes, there's some two. I know that there are only two, and that these guys were not allowed to go out on missions. <laughs> so they did anyway, but they weren't yeah, really they were, allowed to. Yeah, it wasn't sanctioned. No, not sanctioned. So, and then came the 90s. Right. And there were billions of X titles, X Factor. Uh, X Men, Uncanny X Men, yeah, yeah. uh, X Force, New Mutants begat X Force, and then you had like Jackie Chan's uh, a huge. Um, you you could follow your favorite mutants. Right, wait, where's my uh, every week? I uh, hold on. Oh, I can't oh you have it. a cheat sheet? Yes. <laughs> no, I have a cha-ching somewhere. Oh, cha-ching. I, I thought you were anyway, saying cheat sheet. Anyways, I I'm can't like, find oh, cool. it. All right, continue. Um, and now here we are with how many X titles again? We're looking at one, two, three. Oh, yeah, there's a whole catalog. Four, in the five, back. six, seven, eight, nine, ten X titles for you to I, have. I, I like. I can't, can you keep up? Are you keeping up? I am keeping up. Okay. It's, uh, well, I'm keeping up I'm with trying. most of the titles. I'm keeping up with X Men Gold and X Men Blue, uh, Astonishing, Weapon X, Generation X, uh, and Cable. Oddly enough, I'm yeah. not reading Old Man Logan, unfortunately. Oh, it's, oh I've, okay. I've got it. Well, uh, I, I got you covered there. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, I'm reading as many X titles as I possibly can because we are we do have some. Um, I've got limitations. A man's got to know his limitations. But if you come down to Jansen about Secret Stash, uh, we have we, them. We, we encourage you to buy each and every title. We do uh, each and every X title. Yeah, so that's that's insane that there were only two back in the day. I know, <laughs> and one of them wasn't even technically an X title. So was, yeah, yeah, it didn't have our, X in the in the title. So yeah, this one got all our friends, old friends back. Silo, right. Old Man Logan, Bishop, Archangel, Arch, Archangel, Archangel, Arch, Arch, not Arch, Arch, Archangel. Archangel, Archangel, Phantom X, Rogue, Gambit. I mean, <laughs> it's the all star. Uh, it's the all star team of the X Men. That's yeah. why they're astonishing. And here we see uh, the return of a very old villain. How old are we? How old are we talking? We're about talking. Here? He was introduced in seventy eight, I believe. Yeah. So seventy eight, uh, almost forty years. Yeah, badass. Trapped in the astral plane, trying to get out. Oh, you're trying just to- giving it away <laughs> now, man. But I, we I, also I, see I, the is- return of an old friend. Yes, we do. Someone who is very influential. Someone who's almost sixty years old. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, uh, basically, we're going to go through the plot real quick. Uh, L- London, Salak gets uh, attacked by a, uh, an unknown psychic. An unknown telepath. Yeah, unknown psychic force. Uh, of psych- immense power. Psychic virus, perhaps, and, uh, and, be, and in a desperate cry for help. She sends out the call to the team. Yeah. To every X-Men who's still alive. 
and they come in and they and battle. they do they form they form around Psylocke they, and they battle the threat and Psylocke turns into this giant psychic butter uh, butterfly with of uh, psychic energy that well that's always that's kind it. of been her her gig yeah back in the day back in like uh, around X Men two thirteen when she uh, Alan Davis brought her onto the team yeah. she actually started in New Mutants but when they brought her onto the team she um, whenever she would use her psychic powers you would see a butterfly in front right. of her face so yeah. But it's kind of cool. So, uh, you know, the team comes to a rescue. We seem kind of little little team ups. So we got like Gambit and uh, Gan- Gambit and Phantom X. Phantom X, and uh, you know, you see little cool touches. Uh, Phantom X using guns, and uh, Gambit charges up the clips of uh, of bullets. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I we we all you you got guns. I like, got guns. What's better than you know a normal gun? A gun you know charges gun that up with, shoots uh, with psychic ener- power, psychic energy. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Or uh, kinetic energy, just boom. Not psychic power. Sorry, I was like. Thinking the wrong thing. Yeah, the old uh, old man Logan, Rogue, and Bishop. Who doesn't yeah. love Bishop? Bishop uh, asks old man Logan. He's like, "Hey, you're the guy that killed the X Men in the future, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah he's like, "Yeah." So yeah you're gonna kill him now? Like, Wait a minute. Were you were you there? I was like, "Yeah." You know, like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, and he's like, "Are you gonna you gonna kill the X Men now?" He's like, like, "Probably not. Probably not." Yeah, yeah, you can't. I like that. He's yeah. he's. I'm not going to say definitively. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a hundred percent, but let's say around sixty percent. I'm not going to kill him. Yeah. That's yeah. more, 16, more likely maybe, not yeah, than maybe, I am going to kill him. Maybe 55. You know, uh, all right, uh, yeah. Let's put it over better, the 50%. Better, better than half percent. Yeah, yeah you know, better than a coin flip. 51% <laughs> says no. 49 <laughs> I, says I, I, yes. You got to love the honesty, though. Yeah. Got to yeah. love the honesty. And, you know, there's a margin of error, plus five, minus five, whatever. We're good. Yeah. But um, uh, we see Rogan Bishop coming up with a very unique way to stop this threat. Not going to give it away. No, don't give it away. <laughs> but away. worth the price of admission. Though. Yeah, yeah. So pick this one up, Charles Soul. If you're listening, or if anyone can relay this to him, great job. Yeah, great nice job. job. Great job. What do you got there, Batman? I got Batman twenty seven. This is uh, another episode in the War of uh, Jokes and Riddles. Yes. So, but this one is, um, it's. Uh, it's an interlude. Oh, okay. And it it tells uh, right, so, <laughs> the emergence of a new, um, if you will, a, a new villain, a new old villain. It tells you his backstory, okay, and what's going on. And this one hits like really close to home to me, right? Um, it seems oh, like so? it's a, it's a theme. He's this guy who his name is charles brown charlie okay. brown charlie brown okay so uh and that should give you a clue as to who he's sure, gonna sure. be so charles brown uh has a kid has a son and um the son becomes a pawn in the war of jokes and riddles okay and um i ju- and i told you i was watching penny dreadful yes on netflix right it's and on my list also you know, uh, I just finished it up this morning, and it had one of those things that it's like I was telling Brian we were we were talking about uh, uh, what's his name uh, Cormick uh, Colin Cormick, the author of The Road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are we talking about The Road? What a depressing. Well, ass I know it was so depressing. Book and I couldn't. Movie. I well, the movie I didn't see, but The Road, the book, I started to read it, and I'm like, I can't read anymore yeah. because you got to this part where the fa- it's a father and son journey sure, sure. and that that strikes close close to home to me because i have i have two sons sure so i can't imagine doing you know the stuff that they had to do to survive oh, sure, yeah and here's um the riddler i'm not going to tell you what he does but he uses um charles brown's kid as a pawn in, okay they, they're both using him as a pawn the joker and the riddler and um it just brings about the um the birth of the kite man yeah okay and i gave you i gave it i gave it away i'm calling um, i'm calling okay, i'm calling okay, right, but it's well, called the ballad of the kite man anyway so yeah. that should give you uh cormac mccarthy cormac mccarthy thank that's you what four I mean. color pj or, or is it cormac yeah okay thank Wrote you so the road much road and no country for old men no country great, for old men yeah writer. great writer. he's a fantastic writer yeah so uh this this like cuts right to the um the heart of like being a father yeah so which we can both relate to. yes we can both relate to yeah. uh and we're we'll just a little bit uh our friend legend legend harry x mike yes so speaking of old man logan what comics were the inspiration for the logan movie 
Well, we got old the man Logan, Logan, old man Logan, yeah, old man Logan, um, yeah, uh, old man Logan, and um, the Uncanny X Men, the Alan Davis run uh, where they introduced X twenty three, also NYX, but um, not so much taken, you know, very liberally from NYX. Yeah, you know, uh, they, you know, it's it's a and basically they turn, um, it's a almost a weapon X farm. They're trying to clone. Yes. Um, to, yeah, they're trying to clone. Yeah, trying to clone. Trying to clone more. Mutants. Yes. Essentially, they're trying to clone these uh, children who would become weapons. Yeah. They're going to weaponize the mutations. Oh, boy. Never works out. Never works out well Never for people. Out. Didn't you work know? out then. Didn't work out for, for aliens. No. Like when they, they wanted to bring back the aliens. No. As a matter of fact, here's funny. I just saw aliens. I, I showed my youngest son. He's obsessed with what? aliens because we went to see Alien Covenant. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god! You and took him. That's his first alien movie. That was his first alien. Wow. Movie. Okay. How was it? I. I had... It was okay. okay. It was actually it was Blade Runner. <laughs> it was. It was. Blade it was, Runner it was, it was I swear to God, it was Blade Runner. Really? Aliens were in. They were. They were inconsequential to the entire plot line. Really? But it was which... essentially <laughs> tears in rain, <laughs> okay. and that's that's pretty much oh, okay. it. It's like you know the only, that was the only thing missing was Roy Batty. So, yeah. And, and Michael Fassbender did a great job, but okay. and you the, know, and the pleasure aliens. Uh, <laughs> your, I'm, I'm your pleasure. Hey, I, I don't know. <laughs> you, I don't know. It's fully functional. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember Press. Come on. Yeah. And, of course. But he he became obsessed with aliens and Predator yeah. and Terminator. Wow. Okay. So, um, as we were back in the 80s. Of course. So, wow. So, okay. That's, oh, my son's. That's he, cool, man. He is becoming an 80s kid. He yeah. loves Hall and Oates. He's. He, <laughs> really? Oh my god. Oh, I swear to God. When Hall and Oates comes here, I have to get him tickets to the bases. Hall so. and Oates. Hall and Oates. You're how old is he? He is 11. With Hall and- that's great. He's obsessed with uh, 80s music. Hall and Oates, he's like, oh my I God, that's Maneater. I absolutely love that. Yes, he is. Uh, and uh, Walt's like, ooh, couldn't you couldn't you got him into metal? I'm like, that's his <laughs> like mother's 80s job. 80s metal? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah big hair band. So, so his next movie, you went to Aliens. James Cameron's Aliens. Then, no, I, I, I showed him Alien. Okay. We had to start from the beginning. Sure. Alien. Ridley Scott's Alien. Exactly. And then Aliens. Okay. James Cameron's Aliens. And yeah. there's all, if you miss it, there are a lot of um, uh, Hyperdyne, sure, which probably was begat by Cyberdyne, sure. And they talk about the the plasma plasma rifle, right, right. The, hey, only what you see here, yeah, buddy. yeah. I know that's yeah. well. Which, they they say we've got plasma rifles yes. with blah 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 blah. Right. I'm like, that was from from Terminator. Holy crap, that's yeah, great. There, there are a couple of crossovers. Oh yeah. But, uh, so you can you can tell that the Colonial Marines, you know, were probably. Begat from John Connor's army. That, uh, boom. Bam. That's right pretty, there. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So, wow. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, God, it would be like we'll never know what it's like to see aliens for the first time. We've already done that. Like, unless, <laughs> yeah. we, unless we get hit on the head or something. Yeah. And it was he loved it. He was like, this is so awesome. Yeah. And he's, he actually picks out the plot holes. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> You know, didn't the, Burke uh, when yeah, Burke went here? Uh, yeah, exactly, and Burke should have been. You know, uh, they should have killed him right off the bat. That way, he wouldn't have been able to to screw him over. He was the man up top. You don't kill the. Yeah, you, you don't do. kill the yeah, guy. you do. When you're on the ground and he brings nothing to the table, sure. Yeah, you ice him. Right. Yeah. He kind of funded the project through. He signed a paper, and it I, doesn't I, matter. I you, it's all about mining rights, buddy. Right. So. Or, or so. Right, <laughs> so he said. All right, I uh, I'm going down to an unorthodox title here. Uh, I actually want to know. I, I love that you guys ordered this. Uh, there's a book from a publisher called Antarctic Press called Trump versus Time Lincoln. I love Time Lincoln. Yeah, time, have we been getting the other Time Lincoln titles here? We have had Time Lincoln. Okay, I I didn't see her, else I would have picked it up. No, Basically, we've had Time Lincoln. See, uh, uh, right before Abe Lincoln is assassinated in the theater, uh, he gets he gets drawn out and um, he's going through time to fight to fight. Um, other other whatever uh, well other but uh historical threats such as uh such as void stalin and mafitler mafitler i like that Mao. so basically he's going around jumping through time uh i i love how the this book describes it he is freed from the bonds of time mike to well, take yeah. on threats throughout all history damn straight and um in this book trump versus time hitler 
Uh, he's fighting the greatest threat to threaten us at this, at this very moment. Uh, but it's not a straightforward. Let's not get the let, Ming. Let's go political. Why the hell not? What's well, not? This is not a straightforward tale of time. Uh, time linking coming right to our present day, right here. No, he's got to go through the threads of history. Yeah, with this one, uh, basically, he he is in the world of uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And, yes, and uh, Trump. Is uh is uh not, it was a im im emogen Trump, okay yeah so the, it's the uh the post apocalyptic world ah uh. Uh, uh as told through the eyes of a uh, of the Fury Road world and uh it's Trump's kids Abe yeah you gotta something's gotta be done about Trump's kids and we see how he how, great Scott so you know the wives are in here okay the, the, wow. the cool looking uh-huh. mask is in here it's pretty it's pretty badass right. um. Whoever wrote those definitely on some kind of drugs, by the way. Okay, um, cool. Good for you, man. Yeah, but uh, this is this is great, man. Uh, story by Alfred Perez. Alfred Perez, great job. Art by David Hutchison. We gotta meet these guys. I don't know. Uh, they're I don't know where or when. I'm sure we'll come come across them. I don't know much about Antarctic Press. I don't know if you have a history or or if you've just been ordering the books. Did, were you flipping through the the uh, the Diamond catalog, the previews, and you're like, whoa. Uh yeah, Walt, Walton, Walton. I you go guys through the love dumps. a good crossover. We, oh my god, yes, and anything that uh, <laughs> that sticks out. Yeah, and it's like wow, Trump first, and Walt neither hates nor loves Trump, so we're no, a poli- we, we have no we're political affiliation. In this story we have here. no political affiliation no. here at the uh, the Secret Stash. No, you you support because some support. people, yeah, exactly. Some people love Trump, some people hate <laughs> Trump. But we will also carry the uh, political parody comics here. Uh, so Trump versus Time Lincoln, pick it up. There's also a trade paperback with issues one through five of of this of Tom Lincoln and Time Lincoln. Which, we have uh, had Time Lincoln, which we also recommend. So uh, good on you and our press. Uh, this is a great title. So if you love Mad Max Free Road, if you're into any kind of politics or not, it's just a great story. So if you like Abraham Lincoln, if you support our 16th president, pick this title up. What else you got there, Mike? Uh, I've got Batman 66 meets the Legion of Superheroes. Ah. This was awesome. This is uh, it is by uh, Lee Allred, Mike Allred, and Laurel. It's the Allred family, which I love. Mike Allred's drawing style. I love Laura Allred's coloring style. I love their um, somewhere trapped between like a dream world and a comic book and a cartoon. It is amazing. This is it's got all the essence of. the old Legion of Superheroes back in the uh, the sixties, yeah, sixties yeah, essentially, and it's got a, a big, you know, all the the team uh, members who yeah. come back. It makes sense that they would cross over. Exactly, it's about time. And uh, they come back to invite Robin to become a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Really? Yes. They don't say that Superman or Superboy was their inspiration. Yeah. They say that he was one of their inspirations. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And um, wow, Brainiac right. 5, very dismissive of Batman's <laughs> sure. instincts. Sure. And uh, by the end, Batman turns the tables on Brainiac and shows him that, you know, even us Neanderthals can think clearly. Yeah. Wow. Citizens. All right. Uh, this is, I, I love this. It is fantastic. It's it's such a throwback, but it's so contemporary. Right. I mean, if you loved uh, the All Reds on Mad Men, the old comic I, book, and I, you did. I, I, I did. I definitely did. Mad Men um, featured is, in Chasing Amy. Yes. This is, it's phenomenal. It's It's got that flavor. It's got that um it's got the old 66 tongue in cheek right. kind of over the top. You want to go back to the 60s. I would love to go back to the 60s. <laughs> that would be great. And they even set up where, um, you know, they said, we want you to come back to at the end of the story. They're like, Robin, offer stands. You can come with us to the 30th century. And, and uh, Batman's like, no, I'm sorry. Um, neither the 20th century nor I could do without Robin's inestimable abilities. Wow. And he's like, wow, that's awesome. That's Thanks, r- Batman. Who, who, he's like, who, me? Like, yeah. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe you can um, you can meet up with some of your contemporaries, yeah. some 20th century contemporaries. Like, right. what a Titanic idea! Absolutely, so, which cool. sets up Sweet. for the Teen Titans. I'm looking at the rest of your stack. This week has been stacked, man. It's been insane. Yeah, I'm going to go quickly over Empire our next one: Secret Empire Six, and uh, you you have uh, X Men Gold, X Men Gold number, number eight, number eight. Uh, Mark Guggenheim and Ken our Lashley? friend Ken Lashley. Ken Lashley. Uh, Lashley, I I love his artwork. Uh, I love his. We just love him. 
Uh, he is amazing. But um, the essentially the executioner is the, the main bad guy in here. Uh, there's a dark force. It, it ties into the, um, the Secret Empire number six. Dark force over New York. One of the, the most um, – actually not the uh, – horrible, horrible grammar on my part. <laughs> the safest place in New York is the X-Mansion. And so Kitty Pride puts them down, puts them all in lockdown. They're not, none of the students are allowed to, to leave the mansion. Okay. But there's uh, a killer, huh? You know, it, this is very, haunting the halls. This is very scream like. It's very, it's hor- very, it's very horror movie. It's very scream. Like, it's very, um, it's an odd. It's 12 Little Indians, is what know, it is. And they're being picked off one by one. Or is it, yeah. Was it 12 Little Indians or 10 Little Indians? Yeah. They Agatha Christie, so yeah, they they all get picked off, and it's like no, no, it's a, it's your classic who done it, but yep. with the with X Men, but in X-Men the in, style in the in the mansion, true in Central Park, <laughs> I love it, and that springboards right into Secret Empire number six. I I'm loving the Secret Empire titles. There's so much going on. We see all our beloved Marvel characters involved here. Uh, I don't know which cover you have there. I have the one with Starler with the Hydra logo on his on his uh, wearing a Hydra logo. Okay, which is pretty, that. I mean, that gets me in right I've away. I've got the unworthy Thor here. Yeah, uh, and but, um, uh, I'll I'll sum up some of the beginning pages. Uh, Steve Rogers in hell. hell, 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 he's in hell, he's in hell, and he's got to claw his way out. But yeah, and who's his guide in this? Go ahead, you can say it. I, I don't want to spoil it. They anyone who's read Secret Empire five knows what uh, who is guide. To, all right, the guy who put Rogers in hell. Uh, I mean, from what from these pages, from the beginning pages, I uh, got the Red Skull here. Uh, yeah, you know, um, it's the Red Skull. He's you know they're both thrown in there. They're both there were both um, people who had control of the Cosmic Cube. Yes, and turns out that boom, they're both uh, condemned to this shadowy half life. And they have to figure out their their way out of there, right? So, uh, so many, uh, so many, like who who? It's easier to name who isn't in this issue, I yeah. think, than who is. Um, it's it's jump back and um, I get the kingpin in the beginning. Got the kingpin are, and Daredevil. You got um, all the people who are part of the Avengers uh, fighting against Hydra. Yeah, and it turns out that you know they're. Even Hawkeye says, you know, it was our hubris that brought us here. And that seems to be a recurring theme yep. in the Avengers because they only react to threats. They don't deal with them. Yeah. They react and then they they never stick around for the cleanup. Right. No. No. Let's well, not, can't yeah. someone else do it? Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. You know what? <laughs> I just I just beat down the uh, the Red Hulk. Can't I just like walk away? Can't I grab a nap? Yeah. Can't someone else do it? Yeah. I want to grab some shawarma. Yeah. Uh, I was picking up uh, Nightwing 25. Nightwing Which, 25. Uh, when we last left off, uh, Nightwing went through a, a raid raid redemption style escape off uh, this luxury yacht. Yes, it was like filled. a gauntlet. It was an escape room with on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> only to find out the boat's been wired to blow up. Uh, when we last off, left off, there's three seconds left. Um, he, he's 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 almost uh, he's almost resigned himself to death. Uh, you know, tell everybody I love them. Yeah, that's when you uh, that's when you find that that last bit of strength. Yes, and uh, so how uh, you know how does how does he get out of this, Mike? Uh, Nightwing finds a villain called Time Bomb, or not Time Bomb, the Clock King. Oh, Clock a, King wears a vest, and uh, whoever was is within the aura of the vest uh, stops time. That's pretty cool. Yes, so that's like, a Deus right, Ex Machina now, if I ever yeah, heard one. Now you know this vest is not is not perpetual. It's only got a limited amount of time. So right. It's like, well, what do I do? I got stop time. Suppose not gonna blow up. What does he do? Does he save himself, Mike? Does he only think of no? Himself? Of course not. He's, no. he is the he is what Batman wishes he could be. He uh, he goes one by one and and grabs all the villains that he throws just them beat over up, throws them over the, the side and he rescues them one by one and. That's because that's the kind of guy he is. He's awesome. And then he rescues himself. Um, but last. But last. Okay. Yeah. Um, so only to uh, only to find uh, you know all the villains escape. So <laughs> okay. oh <laughs> they, man, they, uh. they, they, they escape. So uh, you know none of them are are, are, are are they they all elude capture. He'd rather let you know a hundred uh, guilty men go free than actually chase them. Yes. All right. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's how he gets out of that one. 
And uh, this issue not as action packed as the last one. That's uh, pretty go, action packed. Go, goes in <laughs> goes in the politics of Bloodhaven, and uh, yeah, and again, Nightwing's purpose in Bloodhaven has a sit down with his uh, his current arch enemy, uh, Roland Desmond, and um, it's one of those ones where like I'm going to kill you. Like all right, I'm going I'm, I'm to stop you. Not now though, but one day. Yeah, and uh, it's a good fight between Roland and uh, the tig- gauntlet tig- is thrown tig- down, and uh, and um, we see what happens to Tiger Shark, okay. who, who initiated this whole mess a couple issues ago. So those are those are our picks for the week. Everybody, read them, love them, buy them. Hopefully from Jansen Box. <laughs> You're merciless. Yeah, if not, uh, I got a couple of movie items here that I thought might interest you. Mark. Very cool. Uh, the long in development Shazam movie. We heard we know yes. black. We know they're making Black Adam with the rock. Right. He. I just love he has this much power where he's like, uh, I want to be Black Adam. All right, here you go. You got your own standalone movie. Yeah, but we didn't hear much about the Shazam movie, which we assume was going to happen. Right. Uh, is Black Adam going to be in it? We don't know. But uh, the Shazam movie will, will reportedly be the, one of the next DC movies beginning to begin filming as soon as January or February 2018. You got to get a six, 10-year-old kid. Six months from now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's, who, do we go unknown? Do we go? Oh, my God. And you got to film like every bit of him when he's 10 years right, old. Right. So if you're going to have like 18 movies. Who's the hot 10-year-old uh, actor you, I right have now? no idea. I have no idea, idea either. I have, oh, my I have God. No clue. I don't there, know. Is there like a who's the Henry Thomas for the two thousand? Oh my, he had a relatively, you know, short shelf life. Who's the Macaulay Culkin? Right. Who's the who's Elijah the Macaulay, Wood? Yeah, who's the Elijah Wood of two thousand seventeen? Uh, no idea. Okay, we'll find out. Oh my god, we'll find um, out. But that's. Did you ever see, think you see a Shazam movie? We no. saw there. We saw the TV show. We did. We yeah. were we were sorely disappointed by the TV show. No, I mean, they did good for what they had in the, the, the yeah the, the budget of twenty two dollars per did, episode. Sure, did, yeah, you watched it. You loved it. I did, and I was like, wow, I wish they that Captain Marvel would fight uh, <laughs> things other than uh, like being lost crim- in yeah being lost. Criminals. No, not even white collar criminals. Like redneck like cl- kids, color kids joyriding oh, and yeah. uh, the evils of smoking. Hey, those, were, those were a threat back then. Oh my the god, evils of smoking. <laughs> Uh, I and what else? Oh my God! What else? Uh, fallen trees. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. What's up? Runaway horses. Runaway horses. Runaway horses. Yes. Uh, with blind children. Yes. Getting getting lost in canyons when you're blind. Right. Right. Exactly. So everyone has something to contribute, Ming. But the the thing about the Shazam TV show is that they would show you, um, like, exactly like uh, a deaf person can can contribute to society too <laughs> right and then they'd be like we had a lot of fun you know in this episode you know you'd have barry bostwick or not barry bostwick uh jackson bostwick yes. or the other one jason who, jason bostwick no it was, it was jackson jackson, jackson okay, bostwick jackson. as uh she's as captain marvel he'd be like we had a lot of fun doing this and showing you this folks but let's talk about the real killer right carbon monoxide <laughs> it, it would it would go off on a tangent it's like what the what did that have to do with, the, with the episode what i just, I just watched saw, yeah. and it's not it's like you know what if you let's see a baby the- bird that's falling out of the tree right. leave it for its mama yeah. you know it's, it's like what what that has nothing to do with you pulling that you know Let's talk about stopping the real, that kid let's talk from the real threat illiteracy. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that China is overtaking us in yeah. literacy? It's right. Like, what? What? No. What? That was no. It was. It was. Timmy yeah. fell down a well. Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? We saved him. Like, I, uh, all right. Oh, I, but you and you're sitting I, there going, I am so confused right I think now. The movie will not include those interludes. Uh, you see, I, I think flitted, that's a mistake. That kind you of moral kind of, messages. You should have those in there. Okay, so. let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, maybe this will maybe this will maybe this will excite you, Mike. Twentieth uh, Century Fox, uh, you know, holds the rights to the Fantastic Four. They do. The movies not that great. So. Movies have sucked. No. Well, how about this? Uh, well, maybe what if they go? Well, why don't we just take the best thing about the Fantastic Four, make a movie out of that? Yeah, it was called The Incredibles. That was Pixar, but it doesn't matter. But okay, they yeah. did. Universal didn't make it, but no. or yeah, whatever. Fox maybe got Fox, smart here. It. Like, well, why don't we just make a Doctor Doom movie? And that's that's gonna, smart. Then that's what they're going to do. That's what you should do. That's what they're going to do. So maybe they can redeem themselves with this. Don't know. Uh, <laughs> it remains they, the same. Well, they had Doctor Doom in in the Fantastic Four, the first right. one, right? Uh, yes, they, I, Julian they McMahon, did. if I'm they, not mistaken, uh, I believe you're right. Yeah, he um, was not Doctor Doom. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> great actor, not Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. No, you need someone who's 
No, they can't do it. You need someone with that arrogance, someone who. Oh yeah. His whole thing is is not to be like, hey, I'm going to be a corporate, you know, I'm going to be a corporate shill. Right. No. You need someone who needs to take over the world. Exactly. I want to take over the world because you're all too stupid to do it. Right. I'm smart. He's not really, (laughs) and I, I've always, I don't know that whole good evil thing. Yeah. It's Yeah. 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 It's you know the older I find that the older I get, the more those lines are blurred. Sure. Because you know back in the day, exactly back in the day, I was like, yeah, Leia, Han, Luke, Chewie, you guys are in the right. Now I'm like, maybe not so much. Like what might be right for you may not be right for some. (laughs) You know what? That's true. A man is born. He's a man of means. (laughs) And along comes two, and they got nothing but the genes, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, oh man, can you imagine um, if Conrad Bain was still alive and he was Doctor Doom? That would be awesome, <laughs> Mr. Drummond. Mr. Drummond is Doctor Doom. Okay, I want to see uh, that. I want to see that movie. It's definitely an odd, a, a, a different direction. Well, different like strokes, it. man. Different, ah, different strokes. <laughs> all right. See what I did there? All right. Well, that's all I got for this week. If you're anywhere near the South Minnesota area, come see me and Mike. <laughs> yeah. at, and why the hell would you be? Come. Hey, you never. All right. Come see me and Mike at, at come see us. Chapel Con. Chapel we'll Con. With RJ, RJ Mitty, Eugene Clark, Steve Cardenas. Um, Lou Ferrigno. Lou, Lou Ferrigno. Um. Yeah, we got a couple of cool artists that go, coming coming too. So yeah, we this do. This would be a fun show. Brent Peoples is going to be Brent there. Pe- our friend Brent Peoples will definitely be yeah. there. Yeah. So it's going to be this is going to be a fun show. They're first first time show, but uh, they're they're like they're they're hitting for the fences. Photo ops with Kelly Bentz. That's awesome. Yeah. And come, um, and come. Most importantly, though, come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out with us. Bring your cryptozoic mans. Uh, I have I have a few. I packed a few as well. All if you right. don't have one. Uh, with sketches by Walt Flanagan, uh, signed by Walt, Brian, and we will sign it right in front of you. Fantastic. Well. Yeah, so grab that. Um, so come to Albert Lee, Minnesota. Uh, we're pronouncing it right, too. We got a we Nice. Gotta, we didn't do it before, but we're doing it now. Albert Lee, Minnesota. We're looking forward to being there. Yeah, so come on out. And uh, and and also look for Comic Men October twenty second. And if you're in a little, if you're anywhere near San Diego, uh, I don't know what you're going to do this weekend. Tell our friends I, we said hello. I hear it's going to be there. really boring. If you see Q or Jason Mewers or Kevin Smith, tell them we said hello. Hell, tell them we said howdy, and yeah. we're we're like hard at work <laughs> on Comic Book Men. Absolutely, we are. So so you know, hopefully hey, you'll tune into work, that. Work too. first, everybody. Work first. Work first. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And there you go. I could sell comics too. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.